0: Calling out to the Atascaceta community, it's time for your Atascaceta Library Advanced Copy. Get your notes and news now. Hello, Atascaceta community. Welcome to your Advanced Copy. It is January 7th, 2022. We're going to ring in the new year. So this episode, we are going to talk about music. And we have programs that include music in them. And we also have an article that I'm going to go over about the health impacts of listening to music. But first, some new things coming to our local Harris County Public Libraries. It's a new year, and we have new hours. So Mondays will be open 11 to 6. Tuesdays will be open 10 to 8. Wednesdays, 10 to 6. Thursdays 10 to 8, Fridays 1 to 6, and Saturdays 10 to 5. We are still closed on Sundays. So you'll notice that the only changes really happen on Monday and Tuesday, and that's when we open and when we close. So that's Mondays 11 to 6, Tuesdays 10 to 8. Something else that is happening, we are returning to in-person programming. That programming will be impacted by whatever limits of capacity are set on our buildings. Our buildings do have a fire code capacity limit, and then currently through this next COVID surge, we have a limit to help make sure we don't have a lot of people very, very close. Be sure to check in with our social media, check in with, of course, Reddy Harris about the levels that they have set for all of their buildings we will keep you up to date as much as possible of course construction is also impacting our branch specifically and there may be days that we have to close down for that construction to move along right now they're focusing on the meeting room so we don't see any impact on access to the library in the next few weeks we do think that there will be impact probably in early to late spring, but we will keep you informed if and when that should happen. Again, keep up to date with our social media, with our web page, and we will have the most recent information. So as I mentioned earlier, we have a discussion about music. There are a couple of programs at the Itasca Cedar Branch Library. Some of them are digital and some of them will be in person that are surrounded by music, but also just how music impacts us as human beings and as a society. So let's join Darla, Jada, and myself for the discussion on music. Hi, everybody. So we're ringing in the new year and we're going to talk about music. Now, an article I found through Healthline, and it was reviewed by a doctor, nurse, and a few other medical individuals, but it talks about the benefits of listening to music. I'll go into the article a little bit more later on, but one of the things that I found in this article that I thought was interesting is that in 2009, archaeologists found a flute, and it was carved from a vulture's wing bone, but that musical instrument was over 40,000 years old. So humanity has been working and listening and making music for a very long time. And a lot of our language that we use involves music such as ringing in the new year. So we're going to talk about how music fits into programming and some of the programs that surround music that we have. And speaking of, we have a new one on our Spotify list and Jada is here with us today and she's going to talk about that. Yes, okay, so
1: this year we're going to have a yearly wrap-up playlist that is hopefully, as you say, ringing the new year with on an optimistic note. So, I think the perfect song to start us off on that one is A Change is Gonna Come by Sam Cooke. So, Ooh, good one. Yes. That nice. is the mood of the New Year's playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we've had a tough couple of years, and I feel that music can be healing. Mm-hmm. So, for everyone who you know, doesn't want to get too excited about the new year because we don't know what's going to come, mm-hmm. uh, something a little optimistic yet grounded is what I'm going for.
0: I think that was a great, great choice. Mm-hmm. Speaking of music and during these difficult years, I'm sure you all have caught them as well. But a lot of the music that was made like across the world by people like listening to tempo tracks and mm-hmm. then all playing together and like these huge oh, yes. orchestras made out of thousands of people. Did you all even ha- like have a particular one that you liked that was made or is it just all of them?
2: All of them. I also really appreciated the musicals, the Broadway musicals, and the Mm -hmm. the musicals coming out of other countries that people from all over the world were able to participate in because of Zoom, Mm -hmm. and it was amazing because it's hard to bring Broadway or West End to everybody because not everybody can afford to go to Broadway Mm -hmm. and see shows or go to London and see shows. So I really appreciated musicals. Six did several things, and the cast of Hamilton did several. You know, sing along type
0: things. I thought that was wonderful. Yeah, and that's a harp on Hamilton because I didn't see it live at all, Mm -hmm. although I will be. The fact that it was on Disney Plus, which still limits it, you had to have Disney Mm Plus, which is an extra expense and not everybody can afford it. But the fact that it reached so many people and was able to kind of share in that moment, I thought was
2: really, really cool. And I hope it keeps moving forward because most people don't realize it, but almost every Broadway musical gets filmed for archival purposes. And that was, the Schubert organization likes to archive Broadway musicals. So we have this this thing. And usually only academics can uh, access it. But it was really nice. And I'm like, come on, start popping stuff out of the archives because there are things, and they do occasionally, they'll pop out clips, especially when someone passes away. But I was like, you know, bring Broadway to the masses because then people will want to go see it, even though you may see it on the screen, it's completely different when you see it in person. I always wondered about that because I'll see commercials for a musical just
0: to get people to come see. I'm like, did they film just a rehearsal? Did they? How did they get these clips that look like the actual yes. show? And that kind of kills me. I almost want to become an academic just so I have access to all these films. There's nothing like seeing it on stage because you really have a connection with the moment and the performance. I will never forget I went and saw Cinderella up in Dallas when I lived up there, and Phyllis Diller was playing the stepmother, and there was a moment where she accidentally stepped into the bucket, and just the instant improv where you knew it was a mistake, and yet how they rolled with it, and that's something you don't get captured on film, and having that connection with the performers and kind of sharing in this one moment that only you and who was in the audience that night saw. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was really glad to see that. Do you have other songs on our list that you think we should know about, look for? Every Day by Buddy Holiday, Uh I thought was a good ad.
1: I Will Survive. That is is one that I think we should have been on all on the last two years playlist. There are also some modern ones, like Hard Times by Paramore, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: young listeners Mm -hmm. will like.
0: So it's got like a mix. So it's young listeners, perhaps listeners who've been around the ringing of New Year's, the turning of the year a little more than others. And I think you do um, a
2: really good job in mixing just all these different genres and tempo and stuff. Because when you're doing playlists, I like a playlist that's well organized and has like a flow to it. And so I do like your playlist because they have a really good flow. So check out Jada's playlist. Speaking of how do you find your playlist?
1: You can find it on the website mm-hmm. on ourshcpl.net if you go to our atascacita. And you can also find it on Instagram.
2: There's a link in our bio that will take you to our um, branch page. And usually when we do post to promo them on all our social media, there will be clickable links except for Instagram, which doesn't allow it. But uh, on Twitter and Facebook, there will be clickable links that will take you directly to the playlist. You can
1: also just search up Atascaceta Library on Instagram and our profile will pop up. If you're visiting us at our library, though, in the Y section, we usually have a poster up with a scan, a little scan code that you can just pull out your phone and scan it and it'll take you right to uh, this
0: month's playlist fantastic. so be sure to check out our Spotify but that is not the only program that we do that is focused on music Darla, you've got k-pop.
2: Yes, we have a monthly k-pop club. We are currently in a little bit of limbo right now. If we start in person in January, we will be on January 6 at 4 30. If we are virtual depending on what happens the next few weeks, we will be January 6 at five o'clock on Discord so, even if we start live programming, our Discord will stay active. So if you love K-pop and you're a teenager, just email at a teen at hcpl.net, and we will get you on the Discord. You can chat with other fans, you can you know share videos, do all kinds of stuff like that. And this whole club kind of came out of one of our teen member, our bolt members, which is our teen advisory board, actually did a program for us in 2012 on K-pop and it kind of blossomed from there. So this has been going on I think for five, six years. You know, we look forward to seeing everybody in person because we have room in the meeting room to dance and to do other things. So I actually got into K-pop because of this program in 2011. I was not not a typical boy band type person growing up. I was a punk rock, new wave person. And so people were kind of shocked and I was like, but this is something unusual. This is something fun. And there's a whole different K and D and K bands and all the stuff that are doing some things that I don't find in America right now.
0: And, you know, for those of you that are just like sort of interested, but you're not quite sure about K-pop or all the various as Darla just mentioned, subgenres and everything else, you know, K-pop club's a great way to come and mm-hmm. learn more about it. I have learned a lot from just kind of listening in on what they're talking about yes. or what Darla's preparing for, for the K-pop group. And so it's, it's really exciting. There's not a club that I necessarily belong to, but I have two older brothers and one of them, just in talking about how music kind of brings us together. My eldest brother out of the blue for no reason, like, I guess from 35 days ago, just declared 60 days of Rush. I am a huge (laughs) Rush fan. Rush the band, you know, Canada guys. Let's clarify that. My elder brothers are as well. And so for the past, we're on day, I think, 36, maybe. One of us picks a Rush song and texts the other two and says this is what we're listening to today and sometimes it's about what's going on in the day i was working a saturday so i sent them the working man just because it was funny even things like that that kind of draw family together even Mm -hmm. or people that you create family from and so it's been kind of fun to have every day a new rush song that you know two other people are going to listen to and you can discuss and talk about how it brings you back to a moment in your life or ties into a memory or a situation that you're in at the time. Like, do you all have songs like that? Like, the instant you hear it, you're brought back to a moment oh, yes. in your life. Like, what's yes. one of those for you? Uh,
2: Blue Monday, New Order. Really? What? Yeah. Can you share? It, it was very popular at a time that I was going through something with somebody. And... Um, it was played in a lot of clubs i was a club kid and so it was in a lot of clubs so it was kind of like a soundtrack mm-hmm. and when you think about that you think about one particular place there it was a bar in houston called dive and i remember something happening there and um it, it, that song was playing in the background that song the blue monday and bizarre love triangle were both songs that were played a lot in clubs in houston at that time and it's just kind of like this soundtrack and you start hearing it, you think, Oh my gosh, that night at Dive, or that night at uh, Heaven or Therapy, which is a wonderful name for a club, because you can just tell everybody, Oh, last night I went to therapy.
0: <laughs> yeah, they did that one on purpose. <laughs>
2: yes. So it just it is a very it's a soundtrack and you can connect a lot of times the emotional things to that. Mm-hmm. So and I grew up in a family where music was very important. We listened to music all the time. I have a very eclectic taste because of that. Yeah. Because they liked very early country western 50s. I want to get
0: back to that, but I want to hear, Jada, do you have a song that, like, brings you back to something?
1: Funnily enough, it's definitely Bizarre Love Triangle Mm -hmm. because that was my dad's favorite song. So he would play, I think if there were a song to, like, define our childhood, it Mm -hmm. would be that one. He's playing it all the time, okay, Mm -hmm. and he would wake us up to that song. Wow. He would say it it was the best song ever made in the world,
2: so. We have very different memories of that song
1: yeah he <laughs> loves it for me and my siblings though i would say um abba's dancing queen is just a classic oh, yes. because it plays on you you see it in so many movies so me and my sister will belt it out had a little dance going um so it's just an instant uh, mood lifter
0: yeah and
1: mm-hmm. you're just like yes and something like that
0: kind strong. of ties generations together because yes. like yes. for you it's kind of tied into the movie and you it's know the, how it's, the it's the used and, yeah and And for me and maybe you as well, my parents, I mean, ABBA was one of the things we listened to on road trips. It was ABBA, the soundtrack to the movie Camelot and (laughs) Alabama's Roll On. I mean, and John Denver. So these were ones that were, that was road trip music. There was no streaming. We didn't get to choose our own things. It's whatever mom and dad was listening to, which kind of ties into what you were talking about. Like you have a very eclectic. musical taste because of your family
2: oh yeah because i i I have my siblings are 11 and 12 years older than i am so my brother was listening to prog rock you know progressive rock and my sister was more into like she was more into like the boy band teen thing like bobby sherman and like the partridge family and all that kind of stuff like that and then my brother was like into um like all the progressive rock or hard rock i'm sure he listened to rush I mean, I, I heard these really eclectic stuff. And then my parents were like Peggy Lee and um, opera. We, you know, all these different eclectic things that they listened to in Broadway musicals, like really old school Broadway musicals and that I grew up around. And then I had teachers. I had a teacher when I was in, I think, seventh or eighth grade that played the early B-52 stuff, which was more along a line of new wave punk. They kind of got more commercial later but played, uh, she was, or a science teacher, and she played Lava by the B-52s, <laughs> and it's like some kind of spark went off in my head. I really got into the new wave punk movement, and when I got into high school, started going to concerts and everything, and it was really, you know, it was really interesting, because, you know, people can do that. People can, like, spark mm-hmm. this thing. I got into K-pop, because I was searching for Lady Gaga's Monster and ran across Big Bang's Monster, and was like, oh, this is interesting, Yeah, you
0: know? And speaking of your parents, it reminded me of my dad would like to listen to the, to Swing. And so I, I listen to a lot mm-hmm. of big band and Swing, you know, Glenn Miller and, and all those mm-hmm. as well. It's interesting how we really do have soundtracks to our yes, lives. Yes. And as I said, I will be talking more from the article I found and I'll be sure to have a link to that article and I'm going to discuss that more in a little bit, but anybody else want to offer something up about music and... Yeah, if you are feeling a little bit nervous about
1: committing to coming to the K-pop club or like you're maybe intimidated because you don't know a lot about it and you want to dip your feet in, you can also find the K-pop club's playlist on our Spotify. So maybe take a listen to that before you, if you're scared to fully commit, if you're already an avid, you know, K-pop fan, definitely come. And also we, especially this year, we're going to try to tie in our playlist to some of the events we're having or we're going to be conscious of our our months. So for Black History Month, we are going to have a jazz playlist ready. Cool. So we are trying to coordinate our programs with our
2: playlists. So fantastic. Yes. And one library resource that if you would like to try out, we also have a wonderful service named Freegal and just with your library card, you can access it. It also allows three free downloads a month, so you can actually download stuff, and they do have K-pop, which is unusual because a lot of streaming service, streaming services have now caught up with K-pop, but to be able to download stuff for free, I know they have BTS and TWICE, they don't have YG artists. There are a lot of artists on Freegal, so if you would like to try that out, that's always a good thing. And of course, loads of CDs that
1: don't get enough love are sitting here on our shelves. So Mm -hmm. if you ever, although it's always so convenient to just pull up music on your phone, if you ever want to take a step away from that and just listen to music as it is, even those songs you don't want to hear on a CD or on a track, you know, just go ahead and unplug and come check out a CD.
2: They're always good for winter storms or hurricane season when you might not have electricity and you don't want to waste your phone battery. Yeah, or save your data. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: All right. Thanks, you guys, for joining me in this talk about music, and I will be back in a little bit to talk about the health benefits of music. You've been listening to a Atascosita Library Advanced Copy. As I mentioned in the discussion with Darla and Jada, I referenced an article I found on Healthline. One of the elements from that was how long ago they were able to find a musical instrument, and it was many, many years ago. But music has always had an impact on humanity. It connects us, it can impact our moods, it can even impact our bodies and how they perform. I'm only going to highlight some of this article. There's a lot of research out there, and we have several databases that you can use like Medline Plus to research music's impact on mood, on workouts, on ability to study, and memory. So music connects us. And I think that you all probably have experienced this beyond concerts beyond that. Music is a powerful way to unite people. There are national anthems, there are protest songs, hymns, of course, build a group identity, and lullabies, They help parents connect and that bonding with their child. Music can also affect the mind, and it can lead to better learning, but there is a caveat on that one. Some researchers tested students with a lower working memory capacity and found that listening to music, especially songs with lyrics, sometimes had a negative effect on learning. So it's very particular about which music genre you pick, to have the results that they have in the research that they've done. Music can also have a positive effect on memory. There was a study where researchers gave people tasks that required them to read and recall a short list of words. And those who were listening to classical music outperformed those who worked in silence or with white noise. Then that same study tracked how fast people could perform simple processing tasks, like matching numbers to geometrical shapes, and a similar benefit showed up. Mozart helped people complete the task faster and more accurately, at least in that study. Now there are other studies out there who then parse that information and say, well, was it really Mozart or was it the particular tempo in the song that they selected? So you can't just go by one study. Then the Mayo Clinic also points out that while music doesn't reverse memory loss experienced with people with Alzheimer's disease or other forms of dementia, music has been found to slow cognitive decline. And apparently music memory is one of the brain functions most resistant to dementia, which probably explains why some of those videos you'll see coming through on social media, where person who has dementia or who has Alzheimer's, they are played a song and they've got a memory to it. They either move to a dance that they knew very well back then. And that's a incorporating muscle memory and music memory. So it's a very fascinating topic, and I do encourage you to use those databases to research further. There are also a number of researchers who have interviewed groups about why they listen to music, who found that it lowered anxiety and that It can help them feel less anxious. There were some studies that blended music with nature sounds. So there are different studies out there that have looked at the impact of music on our mood and also our mental health. Now, in terms of music helping with things like depression, it is very specific to what type of music is used, what genre. Some studies have found that nostalgic sad tunes actually increase depression. Music can help your heart health. It also decreases fatigue. There was research done in 2015 that found relaxing music helped reduce fatigue and maintain muscle endurance when people were engaged in a repetitive task. And of course, there's an entire profession on music therapy where trained professionals, in music therapy, work with their patients on finding music that helps them return to physical abilities, helps them with their mental health. It also helps manage pain. There are many things that music does for us. And these are just some of them. I myself, I do have music usually going on when I need to exercise. I love having music going on when I am cooking. I find that music really helps me stay on task. It helps me focus. If there's a particular song that brings a memory back for you, or is always your go-to song when you need to get a task done, please share it with us. We'd love to hear about it. The library is happy to welcome back patrons to in-person programming. That includes our story times. So Wednesdays, we have Tales for Tots at 10, Mother Goose at 11, and Story Pals at 1.30. On Thursdays, we have another Tales for Tots at 10. We have our beginning bookworms at 11 a.m. And starting this year, we are going to have a Saturday story time, Discovery Time with Miss Christine. It's at 2.30 on Saturdays. These programs do require registration or registration is strongly suggested, but it gives us the ability that if for any reason we need to make an adjustment to our programming, we can send out virtual links for those story times. There are other activities going on this month. We have Teen Book Club on Thursday, January 13th. It is at 5 p.m. And you're welcome to choose anything to read for this book club. We also have Craft Club on Tuesday the 18th at 6.30pm. Registration is required so that we make sure that we have all the supplies available. This Craft Club is for adults. And then we have on January 24th at 4pm it's The Book Habit. Ms. Kimberly is hosting in January and the graphic novel they're discussing is Max and the Midnights by Lincoln Pierce. Here's Ms. Kimberly to tell you a little more about it.
3: Hello, this is Ms. Kimberly. And on Monday, January the 24th, I will be hosting The Book Habit, our book club for readers ages eight to 12. This month, we will be discussing Max and the Midnights. This is a hilarious fantasy story from the New York Times bestselling author of the Big Nate series, Lincoln Pierce. This graphic novel has magic, and mystery, and dragons, and a witch, and a wizard, and a huge plot twist. I've got to tell you, I was laughing all the way through this book. Max is a 10-year-old kid in the Middle Ages who is apprenticed to Uncle Budrick an untalented traveling troubadour that sings and tells stories, but he barely makes a living. Tradition requires that Max goes into the family business, but Max really dreams about becoming a knight. After being robbed, they arrive in the kingdom of Bijovia, where Uncle Budrick grew up, but things have changed. The kind King Conrad is dead, and his cruel brother Gasly has risen to power. The Kingdom of Bijovia has become an unpleasant place to live, but most of the adult citizens support King Gasly, it's almost as if they are bewitched. Uncle Budrick is captured by King Gasly and Max makes a new friend named Kevin and some homeless children decide to form a group known as the Midnights. With the help of a retired wizard, the Midnight set out on a quest to rescue Uncle Budrick and to restore the kingdom of Bijovia to its former glory. Registration is required to join this event and you can register online now at our website, www.hcpl.net after you are registered, visit the library to check out your copy of Max and the Midnights. On the day of the program, we will email you a link to join the Zoom meeting if we are not doing in-person programming. It's still kind of up in the air. So stay tuned to our social media to find out if we'll be doing it in person or on Zoom. Thanks so much and we hope to see you at the next Book Habit.
0: Another of our programs for adults, Knit and Nosh returns, 6.30 p.m. on January 25th. Knit and Nosh meets on the last Tuesday of each month. Bring your latest knitting or crochet project to work on in the library. Come for the camaraderie and the treats. We have a Grow with Google Job Seeker series going on this month. You can register online for that series. There is a URL in the description of the event. These presentations are online on Thursdays at 10.30 in the morning. One of the first in that series is happening on Thursday, January 13th at 10.30 a.m. That's Grow with Google Digital Skills for Everyday Tasks. So be sure to stop by the events calendar online at hcpl.net slash events and search for that Grow with Google Job Seeker series so you can register and learn more skills to help further along your job seeking goals. We still have some virtual programming going on. Upcoming on Friday, January 21st, we will post a new video, Not a Dino. Join Daniel as he discusses Some earlier mammals and how to find the difference between a dino and not a dino. That will be January 21st and we will post it to our Facebook and our Instagram feeds. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Advanced Copy. There is always more to discover online at hcpl.net and through our social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time, I hope you enjoyed Ringing in the New Year with the Atascocita Branch. You've been listening to Atascocita Library Advanced Copy. Find information on media used and resources mentioned on our podcast webpage. This podcast is produced by the staff of Atascocita Branch Library, a part of the Harris County Public Library System. Funds for the podcast are provided by a grant from Best Buy through the Friends of Atascocita Library. Find out more about this 501c3 organization at foal.ws. That's F O A L.ws.